0: Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.
1: You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere.
2: Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Danny Wexelman with Astros reporter Brian McTaggart for MLB.com and Tags, before we talk baseball, we have to talk Thanksgiving. Uh, I want to know what did you eat? How was it? How many? How many times did you get up for seconds and thirds and fourths?
0: <laughs> well, it was good. I uh, I went up to my in laws uh, outside College Station. They live sort of a uh, a rural, rural area, to say the least. So uh, we're kind of stuck in there for a while. But uh, yeah, ate some uh, ate some turkey, and yeah. I, w- I went to seconds right away. I was like, I'm not. I'm not wasting time. I'm yeah. not letting it get cold. <laughs> I went right for it. And then uh told myself I'd never eat again, but I think I was smacking a few hours later.
2: So yeah. typical Thanksgiving. That sounds <laughs> perfect. I love it. Um, the Astros are pretty quiet, I would say, uh, from the last time we talked. Is that accurate?
0: Yeah, it's been really quiet. I mean, they you know they really uh, haven't done anything. I mean, at this point last year, um, they had already signed Josh Reddick. They had already uh, – traded for Brian McCann. They only yeah. signed Charlie Morton. They were just a couple of days away from signing Beltron. So, you know, a year ago they were pretty much putting the finishing touches on their, their offseason heavy heavy lifting. But they don't have as much to do this offseason, and they haven't done really anything, which, of course, you know, nothing's really happened with anybody around the league.
2: Yeah. Yes. So George Springer <laughs> was in our office on Wednesday, and he uh, he did a little bit of a car wash here out in New York, and it was really cool to listen to him kind of reflect on some of his favorite home runs from the World Series moments that mattered for him, and also kind of just learn a little bit about him. And I'm wondering, Brian, if you knew that George Springer could do gymnastics.
0: Oh yeah, I didn't know that. His mother was a uh, his mother was a competitive gymnast. Yeah. Earlier days, and yeah, he, he comes from a really, really athletic family. I mean, his dad played—I uh, think—played in the Little League World Series. Yeah. And
2: what,
0: yeah. So yes, yeah, it's, yeah he, he used to be able to do backflips. I'm not sure if he can still do them or not. I need to—I need to ask you.
2: Yeah, we might need some video proof of that. I actually had a chance to meet his parents at the Little League World Series two years ago. They were—they um, were getting the award for Little League Parents of the Year. So we met his parents, met his sisters, and it blew my mind that the entire family is literally just an athletic monster. It was incredible.
0: Yeah, it is. And, you know, his sister plays softball at Ohio State. And, uh, you know, George did gymnastics coming up and I think did pretty much every sport except football. I don't think his his father would let him play football. (laughs) But uh, um, they're an amazing family and, and, you know, super nice parents and – You know, I I try to get out in the stands and and talk to them any chance I get. And I know they're they're super invested in in what George is doing and their their family as a whole. I mean, they're they're really, really great people and, uh, you know, nice parents for uh, the World Series MVP.
2: Yeah, not too shabby, I'd say. Uh, All right, Brian, the Astros are getting paid. I had to read this number twice (laughs) because I wasn't sure uh, what number I was reading exactly. So let me make sure I got this right, that uh, Major League Baseball announced the Astros are going to receive – 30 million is that right? Yep 30 million, that's the share of the players pool for winning the World Series each full share valued at a record $438,901 and 57 cents to be exact
0: yeah, pretty uh, pretty amazing I mean that's uh, I, I kept reading and waiting to see if uh, beat writers got any kind of share in that unfortunately <laughs> my phone hasn't <laughs> rang yet but, uh... <laughs> I was going to
2: ask you, I was going to ask you Brian <laughs>
0: no that's that 's amazing money I mean um, for some of the guys that are making close to the minimum like a, like a brad peacock you know that's he 's almost doubling his salary now for the for the season so for guys like that that's you know that's a pretty substantial amount of money. A guy like Justin Verlander um, you know he told us already he 's going to donate that to charity, right. so you know no, no skin off his teeth there but it 's going to a good cause but yeah, an absolute record amount, and they, they handed out 60 shares, so 60 people in the organization are getting out, the, getting that full amount. Oh, my gosh. 438, and then uh, some other people are getting some money as well, so Astros are, are pretty generous with that, with that bonus.
2: Is that normally, is that what we see, that the teams are giving out that amount of shares to, obviously, to the team and then to people who deserve it? Is that how it works?
0: Yeah, you know, it doesn't come out who gets it, but I mean, I anticipate probably any player who, who contributed at any point in the season gets some, I mean, you're looking at, you know, 35 to 40 players off the bat, the coaching staff, uh, the training staff, yeah. the uh, the uh, um, strength and conditioning staff, that's another 15 to 20, um, and then, you know, maybe the grounds crew gets a, a share here and there, I, I don't know if, you know, the GM or or, or those guys get any, but you know generally teams try to take care of a little of everybody i mean for the players it's big but when when you're when you're uh, you know a strength and conditioning coach yeah. and you get a full share or you're uh, on the grounds crew and they give you a cash award no matter what it is i mean that's a, a pretty life changing amount of money and um, everyone contributes when you win the world series i mean it's not just the players it's uh, the whole organization so I, I think the players try to reward everybody they can
2: yeah that's really really cool yeah um okay let's go back to brad peacock uh you you just wrote about him did a great great story man he did damage during the world series pitched seven and a third had a 245 era and gave up just four hits and two earned runs where can we expect to see him slotted for the season and you know how much does spring training impact that position that he's in
0: well yeah i mean they can go either way with brad i mean he's He's pitched well enough as a starter, pitched well enough in relief, um, and really proved it in the playoffs as well. But I think he goes into spring training. I I think they'll go into spring training looking at him as a starter. I mean, look at last year. The Astros needed, uh, what, 10, 11 starters. I mean, they had five starting pitchers on the DL at one point. So they're going to need more than five starters. And, you know, Brad Peacock, I, I think right now you would, you know, you look at the rotation, Verlander, Keichel, McCullers, Morton, all locks, Colin McHugh, if he's healthy, he's probably in there and then you have uh, peacock and you know maybe he takes that fifth rotation spot but the way he pitched in relief he he could be such a weapon in that bullpen if he's able to pitch 3 4 times a week instead of uh you know one one or two times a week so i think it'll just a matter on depend on the health of everyone else in the rotation and how they're pitching but i don't, I don't think there's any question he's going to be a big weapon for them and, and pitch some meaningful innings whether in relief or as a starter
2: were you surprised at how well he did in the World Series, or obviously you're covering him every day. So from your perspective, is that what you expected to see, or were you kind of like, man, this guy really showed up?
0: Well, he was the big surprise of the whole season. I mean, Mort- Charlie Morton was as well, but Peacock was a guy who had been here for the previous three or four years, I guess the, uh, the, the previous three years. And he'd been up and down, AAA majors, hurt a lot, rotation, bullpen, just like wow, he's just you know, is he going to get it together? You know, he came to spring training, was out of options, and I really thought that he wouldn't make it through spring training. I didn't think he would pitch well enough to make the team, and I thought they would have to put him on waivers. Somebody would take him. I thought our Brad Peacock days were over, but you know, the injury to Colin McHugh at the end of the spring sort of opened up a spot. He took it, um, pitched well, pitched better, better, moved to uh, in relief, moved to the rotation, kept pitching well, and all of a sudden became this force. Uh, just in the nick of time for his career. I mean, he was talking about yeah. going and playing in, o- overseas, and now here he is. Uh, he's on the, uh, you know, getting that World Series bonus, getting a ring, and he's going to be a big part of their plans going forward.
2: Yeah, he's aging well right now, I would say. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk about the 40-man roster. Uh, rosters had to be um, announced, and the Astros added two guys, C.N.L. Perez and Dean Dietz. Protect them from the Rule 5 draft. So we got a left-hander <laughs> and a right-hander there, pitchers. Why should Astros fans be excited about these two guys?
0: Well, Perez is pretty an intriguing name. I mean, he, he's the left-hander. He's a, a 20-year-old Cuban defector um, who they they signed last year. The signing got a little messy because they tried to sign him and it, it fell through uh, over health concerns. And then that was in September, and then they came back and signed him again in December for a couple of million dollars. And he pitched pretty well too when he got his career going. So he's going to be at major league camp. Um, A lot of eyes on him. I mean, he hasn't pitched professionally before, you know, this year until he pitched in Cuba in 2014. So he's still a young arm, still a lot of mileage on that arm. And I'm I'm kind of anxious to see him up close. Dietz um, is the right-hander. They drafted him uh, in 2014, 11th round, sort of unheralded guy out of Northeast Oklahoma A&M College. And He he was in AAA last year. I mean, he bounced between two levels, but he was really good at Corpus Christi, where he spent um, you know just a a brief cup of coffee. He got knocked around a little bit in Fresno, but um, he's a starter who they has strikeout stuff. They really like his stuff, and um, um, you know they're pretty deep right now in starting pitching. But when, when you talk about those next wave of starters that are coming up. Um, I think you're going to look at Dean Dietz and, of course, Forrest Whitley, the number one pitching prospect. Um, Those are going to be the guys that that come up when some of these uh, older veteran guys choose to move on, whatever that is, in the next few years.
2: I love it. All right, last, Brian. We're going to spotlight Carlos Correa. He's bringing a little holiday cheer, some early and extra holiday cheer to Puerto Rico. Can you highlight the event that he held down there? It sounded like. An incredible time. Thousands of kids got a chance to come out. And just what kind of person Carlos Correa is?
0: Well, he's amazing. I mean, he, he is so charitable and uh, the, the stuff that he does. And he's not alone. I mean, Lance McCullers, who's also 23, like Correa, has a foundation. I don't know about you, but I did not have a foundation at 23 years nope, old. Nobody
2: Still, no, nobody did not.
0: But uh, the stuff they do is amazing. Yeah, Correa uh, uh, last Saturday on, on the 25th had, went down to Puerto Rico for the first time since the hurricane with his fiance Daniela Rodriguez, and they pretty much had an all-day party for for uh, for kids. They invited, I think, a thousand kids. They had food for up to 5,000 people. Um, they they gave away all kinds of stuff. There were balloons and games and, and clowns and stuff like that, and, and that was all for. Uh, For Correa, just to try to uh, help bring smiles on on faces of people in his hometown, and we all know that Correa and Carlos Beltran did a lot uh, towards the end of the season, of course, donating uh, money and items to be sent on a plane over to Puerto Rico for hurricane relief. So um, it's not a surprise. And, And Correa, like a week after winning the World Series, was at a hospital in Houston. We talked about that before. And. Um, these guys are, are making the rounds. Alex Bregman a couple of days ago was surprising some kids and making their Christmas brighter. So the Astros are everywhere. I mean, George Springer is up yeah. in New York and, and in our studios. But um, when they're in Houston, they're really giving back to the community. And the Astros really have to be proud of what these guys are doing. After playing an extra month in the season, they're still giving back to the community in a big way.
2: I love it. I, th- I feel like they're such a great example our future generations coming up and kids who are fans of the game when kids see this happening I think in turn they want to do that and it's just such a it's such a really nice thing to see so I feel like everyone must be so proud of what they're doing you know accomplishing on the field but as well off the field it's really really impressive to see from these guys Brian.
0: Yeah, there is, and I think there's going to be more coming as we get closer to the end of the year and the holidays ramp up, and I know uh, that there's an event coming up. Can't say too much about it uh, that Correa will be involved in, so stay tuned on Astros.com in the next few days. It's going to be a really cool event, but can't quite talk about it yet. But uh, he's going to be out there again, brightening some uh, young lives, so uh, look look for that at uh, Astros.com in the next few days.
2: All right, very cool, Brian. Well, thank you for your time. I guess we have about a week and a half until winter meetings and the madness could really get going then. <laughs> but I hope that you have a little more quiet time before things pick up. I know you've had a busy season, so you deserve it.
0: Yeah, the the uh, uh, winter meetings got here really fast. It's usually like uh, my halfway point for the offseason, but now it's <laughs> like uh, it happened like only a couple weeks after the season. But, hey, I'll take it. It was, uh, it was a fun October.
2: There we go. They're knocking on your door. All right, Brian McTaggart, he's going to keep covering the Astros for MLB.com. I'm Danny Wexelman. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll catch you next time.